Did you know that the original Final Fantasy creator, Hironobu Sakaguchi, made a spiritual successor to that legendary series called Fantasian for Apple Arcade, and every level in the game is a handmade, physical miniature model. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing, and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today at sifter.com.au forward slash arcade for a one month free trial of Apple Arcade and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. This offer is for new subscribers only $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. I'm Kyle Paletto, and welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in gaming. Each Sunday, I'll take you through the biggest updates, exciting reveals, and controversies in video games. Here is the news for Sunday, 3rd of April. Let's go! E3 for 2022 has officially been cancelled. The yearly games showcase run by the Entertainment Software Association will not be returning for 2022 in either a physical or digital form. Several gaming insiders started tweeting that they'd received news of the cancellation in the early hours of Friday before being confirmed later by IGN. The long-running Games Expo has had a troubled few years, with 2020's event cancelled due to coronavirus and 2021's event being completely digital online. A number of companies, including Sony, haven't been part of E3 for years, with some industry experts speculating that the ESA's annual gaming conference may be on its last legs. Time will tell if E3 bounces back in 2023 or fades away. But for now, if you're looking forward to new game info and announcements in June and July, you might want to keep your eyes peeled to see if the individual companies or publishers announce their own events in the coming months. And of course, give Walkthrough a follow because we won't let you miss the biggest stories. Some very sad news this week. Beloved Indonesian developer Mohamed Fami Hasni has passed away at the age of 32. Fami, as he was known, was the creator of hit visual novel Coffee Talk at Toge Productions before starting his own studio called Pixelnesia, releasing What Comes After, and was working on a new rhythm-based narrative game called Afterlove EP. Chris Antony of Toge Productions said on Twitter that Fami pushed the Indonesian and global indie scene to be better and that he would be deeply missed. Chorus Worldwide and Toge Productions are currently donating all sales from Coffee Talk to Fami's family, and you can pick it up on Steam. From all of us here at Sifter, we'd like to offer our condolences to Fami's colleagues and family. After months of speculation, PlayStation have finally announced their competitor to Microsoft's Game Pass, and it'll be coming in a slightly different format for Australian gamers. PlayStation's revamped PlayStation Plus service will now come in three different tiers. It'll be a PlayStation Plus Essential category, which will continue the current service on offer, while a PlayStation Plus Extra service will add a catalogue of over 400 PS4 and PS5 games from both Sony first-party studios and third-party partners. And finally, a PlayStation Deluxe category will be available to Australians, replacing the premium offering for other territories. It won't feature cloud streaming services for PS3 games, but it will include original PS1, PS2, and PSP games to download and play along with everything else offered up in the other two tiers. 
Sony have confirmed that big day one first party games like the upcoming God of War Ragnarok won't feature on the service at their release, and there won't be a competitor to Game Pass's PC offerings either. PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan in an interview with GamesIndustry.biz said day one releases on a subscription would break the virtuous cycle and budgets for flagship games would have to drop. In terms of putting our own games into this service, or any of our services upon their release, as you well know, this is not a road we've gone down in the past, and it's not a road that we're going to go down with this new service. We feel that if we were to do that with the games that we make at PlayStation Studios, that virtuous cycle will be broken. The level of investment that we need to make in our studios would not be possible, and we think the knock-on effect on the quality of the games that we make would not be something that gamers want. It's a slightly different take on the subscription model for games, and will be launching by the end of the first half of 2022. But until we know what titles make up the new collections, it's hard to get excited about it. We'll have more info and details as it gets closer to release. In disappointing but unsurprising news, the Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel has been delayed until 2023. In a video posted to the Nintendo YouTube channel, series producer IGA Anuma announced that the previous release window of 2022 won't be met. It's common for games of this scope and hype to be delayed, but I can't lie, this one stings. It's no secret that Breath of the Wild was a success in every sense of the word, and I know a lot of us here at Sifter were looking forward to seeing what the sequel would bring. The Nintendo Switch will be six years old in 2023, and Breath of the Wild was a release title, so it'd be interesting to see how the sequel runs on the aging console. It's at times like these the wise words of Shigeru Miyamoto come to mind when he said, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. Indie developer Heart Machine have announced a follow-up to their debut game, Hyper Light Drifter, called Hyper Light Breaker. The game is set in the same universe as Drifter, but isn't a direct sequel, and unlike the first game, which was a single-player pixel art experience, this game is a 3D world with online co-op. Hyper Light Drifter smashed its Kickstarter funding goal in 2013, raising 2,389% of its original target, and has become a cult classic. Heart Machine says Hyperlight Breaker will be in early access soon. Call of Duty players who were hoping for a new map in the Warzone rotation have had their hopes dashed as the already huge download size of the game means it wouldn't be possible. The free-to-play game clocks in at more than 80 gigabytes on the PC and 90 on consoles. In an interview with Call of Duty streamer TP, Raven Software's Call of Duty Live Operations lead Josh Bridge said that rotating maps is what the team wants, but with the majority of its player base still on the last-gen PS4s and Xbox Ones, with 500GB hard drives, they lose players every time there is an update. Uh, so there's a technical problem. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, install and reinstall sizes, it's insane, right? Like, you know, if we if we pulled out, uh, you know, Caldera and said, okay, we're going to drop in for dance. I mean, this could be like essentially re-downloading. And every time we've done that, we lose players because it's just like, right. really, you're kind of like, I don't want to re-download this. Uninstall. <laughs> That's where we have been putting a lot, like looking to the future, putting a lot more effort into how do we sort that out yeah. on a technical level so that we can have that rotation. You can find the full interview with Josh Bridge in the show notes. Yet another studio is in hot water around allegations of toxic workplace conditions and sexism this week after a large report from Kotaku US was published on Friday morning about Microsoft's subsidiary Undead Labs, 
the studio responsible for the State of Decay series. Twelve current and former employees at Undead Labs were interviewed and cited initial fears around Microsoft's acquisition of the studio had instead manifested into a hands-off approach from the tech giant that allowed dysfunction to fester and left some of the studio's more vulnerable employees to fend for themselves. Last week we told you of the abuse allegations at Phenomena. Well, the studio this week shared that they were unable to secure funding going forward so would soon be shutting up shop. Chris Bratt of People Make Games, who did the original reporting, said that contractors had already been let go. The timing couldn't be worse for Phenomena, though, and it's a sad end for a studio and the people working there. Also this week, a judge approved Activision Blizzard's settlement over workplace culture issues, resulting in an $18 million US dollar fund being set up to compensate affected workers. It's just one of the lawsuits against workplace practices at Activision Blizzard, and it might have an impact on the proposed acquisition by Microsoft, as a number of US senators, including Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, have written to the US Federal Trade Commission to investigate. That's all for news. Here are the games releasing this coming week. The latest edition of Major League Baseball's The Show series is coming this week. The sports sim is releasing on April 5, and for the first time in the series' history, MLB The Show will be available on the Nintendo Switch. And the ultimate collection of Star Wars Lego games is hitting shelves, with Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga dropping on April 5. These Lego games have only gotten better over the years, and this one looks fantastic with improved visuals and gameplay, covering the entire nine mainline films in the Star Wars franchise. If you've got 15 minutes, we'll catch you up on the gaming news each Sunday on Walkthrough. And that's it for this week. This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. Sifter is produced by Nicholas Kennedy, Fiona Bartholomeus. Daniel Ang and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer and Gianni De Giovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune and thanks to Omni Studios for their support of Sifter. If you'd like to support Sifter's independent gaming journalism, you can share our three shows, Lightmap, Mainstream and Walkthrough with your friends or on social media, give us a five-star rating or review. It really does make a big difference and it's free. Want to talk more about some of the biggest stories in games? Why not join the Sifter Discord? It's a chill, friendly community of creative people, and one of our favorite things to do is see what you're working on. Music, games, photography, 3D printing, you name it, our community makes it. Visit sifter.com.au slash discord to join and show us what you've got in the Promote Your Work channel. That address again is sifter.com.au slash discord. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. If you're in the market for a super addictive puzzle game, you have to check out Mini Motorways on Apple Arcade. It's a city planning strategy puzzler with an incredibly satisfying gameplay loop. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today. That's sifter.com.au slash arcade for a free one-month trial of Apple Arcade, and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. New subscribers only, $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. 